Hey, man. It's me, my main man again. We got Justin Lee Howell here, Sean Christopher Jenkins. We're back at it again. So just in case you weren't live with us on the last video that we did on my YouTube channel, Up With Past Crossroads, we just went live and we were doing the third part of the third video idea that we were doing on this topic, just going outside to see God's glory. God's glory is all around you. So it's three videos, my three last videos on my YouTube channel, on the live stream videos right here. You'll see it. But we are just talking about how, um, you know, God is in all creation. He's uh -huh. His glory is being presented in every single creature that you see, the birds, the lions, the uh, bears, the giraffe, any animal you can think of, you can get a revelation of life inside of how to live in this life and just receive from God some type of motivation to be who to know your identity, know what God wants you to do as a human being and to operate in it just like them, right? So we did that with the ants in our last video. Just go outside and see God's glory part three. Now we're just going to do this video. I should have called it part four. I want you guys to know we're talking about ants. So that's what we're talking about today. All right, so let's go ahead and go to the Bible verses uh, today. So just like I was saying, like, you know, God wants us to go out and look and observe and not just ignore what's going on in, in the world around us. Like this world is filled with every single creature and being that God has created. Like literally everything you see, God created. That's it. That's that's the whole point. So like if he created it, his breath was in it and life was breathed through it. His life was breathed through it. And that means his voice, his presence, everything is in it, right? So, all right, let's go ahead and go to the Bible verse. So, Job chapter 12, verse 7, from the New International Version, Bible reads, But ask the animals, and they will teach you, or the birds in the sky, and they will tell you, or speak to the earth, and, and it will teach you, or let the fish in the sea inform you, which of all these does not know the hand of the Lord has done this. In his hand is the life of every creature and the breath of all mankind. So God is in all creation. A lot of times people like to separate what God is in, what God's glory is found in. It's everywhere. You can't get away from it. Just like we say that his Holy Spirit, his spirit is everywhere. You can't go anywhere on the earth, under the earth, above the earth, wherever. You can't go anywhere where God isn't at, right? So that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to take one creature that God literally is operating, using them, showing humanity, like, you know, to be better, to do better. Like, and he does this with the ant. So the today's title of today's video is uh, Let's Go to the Ant. And I got that from Proverbs chapter 6, verse 6 through 11, right? And so I'm going to read Proverbs chapter 6, verse 6 through 11 from the New International Version Bible, right? And we're going to the ant today for this video, just like we did on the last video. But we want to say certain things that we didn't get to say for the last video. So mm. Proverbs 6, verse 6 reads, go to the ant, you sluggard. Consider its ways and be wise. Mm -mm -mm. It has no commander. It has no overseer or ruler. Yet it stores its provision in the summer and gathers its food at harvest. How long will you lie there, you sluggard? When will you get up from your sleep? A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of hands to rest, and poverty will come on you like a thief, and scarcity like an armed man. 
So that's Proverbs chapter six, verse six through eleven. Justin, you got anything on this? Like anything you want to say? You want me to start? Um, no, you start. I'll I'll piggyback up with you. Okay, so like we were saying, um, in our last video, this part right here was the verse that we read. So I'm gonna highlight this so everybody see it. So Proverbs six, verse eight read, uh, yet ant stores its provisions in the summer and gathers its food at harvest, right? So Proverbs 30, verse 25, the ants are a people not strong, yet they prepare their meat in the summer, right? So ants don't wait to get the job done. They don't wait for um, winter to come when they need to do something the most. So when a deadline hits, so a lot of people do that. They procrastinate. They wait until... <laughs> They wait until the last minute to do do something, get something done. And in doing that, uh, I think it doesn't pay to procrastinate, but that's debatable. Some people operate better like that. I don't. Yeah. So like, um, yeah, procrastinating costs and putting off something until tomorrow costs, right? So why put off today? I mean, why put off tomorrow what you can do today? right you'll get further ahead if you just get it done today that's how ants operate ants are people not strong yet they prepare their meat in the summer at least they know to utilize a moment at least they know not to waste a season at least they know ants things that are small exceedingly small but why see that was proverbs 30 verse 24 the verse before verse 25 proverbs 30 verse 24 says there be four things which are little upon the earth but they are exceedingly wise Ants are wise enough to know that the best time to get food is in harvest season, right? That's when everything's blooming. That's when everything's good. You, that, I didn't say it in the last video. The worst time to get food is in the winter because everything's dead. <laughs> Why would an ant try to gather food when everything, there's no food for harvest. There's, it's not harvest season. It's not this time. That's how some people operate in this life. They try to awaken love when it's not time to awaken love. They mm -hmm. try to get, try to apply for a job they have no business applying for because they're not ready for it. And then they go to the interview and make a fool of themselves. Or they try to, and you guys see what I'm saying? Ants make provisions. They prepare. They store up what they need to store up in order to be ready for the seasons of life that they're about to face. So the question is, do you do that as a human being? So today's title of today's video is let's go to the ant. We're going to go to the ant and see how wise they are, right? This is one way that they're exceedingly wise, right? They know when to gather food. They know how to store food to make sure that the provisions last in the wintertime, right? And then also they don't wait, right? They, 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 they literally... Don't waste a single beat. I said in the last video, I need to look it up, but I think ants only have a, they only live two days. So they only have two days to do this work. They only have two days to do their part for the colony. So they don't have time to waste. As human beings, you don't have time to waste. You don't have, a lot of times people just procrastinate, they're lazy, and they just don't care. And they have no incentive to get stuff done. But when we go to the ant, it pushes you to not be a slugger. It pushes you to not be lazy. It pushes you, okay, how can I make provisions for my life? Because your wintertime's coming. You're may, you may be in summertime right now. You're in summer, and you're not even doing anything. You're not even making provisions. 
So if you don't make any provisions, you're not going to be ready for the season when that season comes, when you need the provisions. And so because you don't have it, you're not going to succeed in that season. It's actually it's already going to be a rough season, but you're going to make it way harder on yourself because you didn't you didn't gather anything and uh, prepare like you should have. And a lot of people do that in life. And this is a proverb I said earlier. I mean, I say on every video, I'm gonna go ahead and say it again. So I love the book of Proverbs. I think it's my favorite book in the Bible. So I can't wait to go and break down every single proverb in my ministry. So me and Justin more than likely is gonna do that. Just take a proverb a day, I mean, every week, two proverbs and just break it down, have fun with it. But like I say on every video, you know, what is a proverb? A proverb is a general statement that's true regarding the way life works, regarding the way things happen in this world. It's an observation made so we can draw lessons from those observations. This wise Arthur of the book of Proverbs talked about an ant, a freaking ant, saying that it was exceedingly wise just from this one point. And it was other points too, with that, just that section. So Justin, you got anything with that? Cause that's still this first video we did. Yeah, I, okay. I think, yeah, I definitely think like that's, and we've talked a little bit about like how we can learn from different creations of God. And that's, that allows us to be part of his creation as well. The fact that we can um, learn from one another, that people can adapt and like take what is good, like shed what is bad. I think that's very important. And especially with the ant, in the last video we named off all these different characteristics. So now we're honing in on their preparation ability. And I feel like as people who have a limited amount of time in this world, I think like more like I heard someone say mortality is a beautiful thing um, because it allows us to um, make the most of the time that we have here to realize that the time we have is not our own, that we do have to be aware of like um, the different seasons, the times that we can do things. And the fact knowing that our time on earth is limited should push us to do the most that we can to like make art, to make, uh, to make speeches that encourage and allow people to thrive, to build onto something that will last much longer than when we have passed away from this world. I do think we, maybe we've lost a little bit, a little bit of that nowadays and my theory is because of like two things i could be wrong this is just self-speculation it's like one we just don't like talking about death anymore like when mortality rates were higher um in like 1800s or the dark ages like people had to be very aware of like death even in biblical times like death was spoken as just as a fact of life what's that saying like there's only two sure things in life is death and taxes hmm. and nowadays like we have we don't like the first reason we don't like talking about death it's it's morbid it's no fun like we think we'll live forever kind of the second reason too is like we just have so much technology now that prolongs our life which as someone in clinical research like that is a good thing i want people to live long but it comes with the caveat that we think we can live forever 
are like, we expect to live till a hundred years old. Like most people don't live till a hundred, but we think we can. Mm -hmm. So that causes us to like not have a lot of urgency in this world. And I, I say that's today's culture, but that also goes back to centuries ago as well. Like Greek or Hebrew cultures, like the rich also lived hedon uh, hedonistic lifestyles or they did whatever they wanted. I'm not sure if I pronounce that right. But that also, like, so it's not a new thing. So I shouldn't say like, oh, the new generation is terrible. I feel like every generation has something terrible with them. So, but like the fact that we do have technology and that we live for a long time and the fact that now we don't like to talk about death has maybe taken away some of that urgency as well. So we, we don't live like the ant now. Like we are, um, I think my version in that verse, like it was called a sluggard, like don't be a sluggard about it or late or lazy, uh, lazy bone. Like, yeah, the new living translation said lazy bones, uh, which sounds a little weird to me but it gets the point across that like we like maybe we are like a little lazy or like maybe we don't have that sense of urgency and we can learn from the ants to like make the most out of our life like working towards something that will thrive way past when we're dead like working for the colony working for the circle of people that god has put into our lives and another part of it i guess too is like there's just so much entertainment nowadays. Like it's so easy to be distracted. And I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing, but it also can definitely not be a good thing as well to make that a priority in our lives. I feel like a lot of people make, man, I don't know, people are making a living out of critiquing movies now, which is crazy to me. Like, because we've placed those so high on our priorities that people will pay other people to critique and um evaluate movies which is cool sometimes but that's like our priority now in culture and mm. that offers a distraction away from life sometimes it has mm. its own place in life it can be a good thing but like it, it it doesn't help us out all that much it doesn't build on any legacies or anything like that but the, the, i guess those are like i guess i've i guess i was just uh i guess i was like giving a counter argument to like everything but not even counter argument the opposite side of what sean was saying sean was saying like what do we need to do to emulate the ant i guess i'm saying like these are the things that are keeping us from emulating the ant better now i like how you brought that up man like what is your priority in life like what do you prioritize and then what do you is what you're prioritizing is it beneficial like paul said paul even said it in first corinthians we did it he said Everything is good. You know, God created everything. Everything's good, right? You can do anything, but you can't do everything. He said, everything is good, but not everything's beneficial. That's kind of what he said. He used the word beneficial, which is crazy. Like, no, everything, yeah, he, that's basically what he said. So, like, beneficial, like, is what you're prioritizing really beneficial? So, like, I've really been thinking about it. Like, some people know NBA basketball players, even reality TV shows people celebrities like they know celebrities people lives better than they know their own and on top of that they know i mean they can get statistics on like it's sad if you could do this but um, my favorite player of all time is kobe bryant but they can take a basketball player and say their stats for their whole entire career 
And Kobe played 21 years, like 20 years. That's a lot to like keep up with. Like, why would you do that? Like, why don't you know the Bible like that? You know, why don't you know your purpose like that? Why don't you know, you know, how to get money like that? You know what I'm saying? Like, what what are you what are you doing with your time? Like, we spend so much time like prioritizing this over here. Like, for example, playing 2K. Like, I spent six thousand dollars on 2K in what year was that? 2016. Yeah, when I graduated from co college, right before. <laughs> I went to Bank of America in Charlotte, North Carolina. I was playing NBA 2K, 15, I think. And I just spent all my signing bonus. I got $10,000 signing bonus. I got taxed on it, obviously, right? So I got $6,444. And I spent all that money on 2K. Talking about ants making provision, right? <laughs> this is so powerful. I went to Charlotte. I had no money to like get really what I really wanted. Like I had, I didn't spend all my money, but I, I basically only had like, I only had like two thousand dollars left, or probably six hundred. It was, it was, it was bad. Like yeah. I say six hundred. It was more than likely. I had six hundred dollars left, and like <laughs> my roommates got beds, furniture. They got everything. Like all the furnishing they can get in their room. They got. Me, I got a, a, a air mattress it's on the floor. <laughs> yeah, I was on the floor at first. Yeah, and then I eventually, like that next week, because I got so much money from Big America. Like that next week when I got paid, um, I got like an air mattress and a TV. Oh, I started getting stuff, but I had an air mattress like all my years there until like my last year, basically. I didn't, not even my last year, like the last six months. Then I finally got a bed, but then I eventually had to move to Nashville. By the way, you see what I'm saying? Like, I didn't make provisions. I literally just spoiled everything, just went in. And it cost me. That's what this proverb's talking about. Like, ants don't do that. They can't afford to do it. Like, what is your priorities? Like, what are you putting your time into? Like, NBA, yeah, that's nice. You want to play NBA 2K? You want to play the game a little bit? Okay, cool. Well, you going to do that all your life? You're going to do that with all your time? Is that the best thing to do in your life? You know what I'm saying? Is using a dating app, is that the best thing to do in your life? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's so much stuff that we do and how we operate in this world. And it's like, yeah, when you really think about it in the long run, that's what's sad. It takes, it takes like, um, everything's high sights. High sights 2020, is that the saying? Yeah. High sights 2020. Yeah, in hindsight, everything makes sense. Everything's clear. But when you're in a moment, yeah, you don't know how you're wasting your time. But that's the thing. You have to see stuff from an ant's perspective. Like, you already know your life's short. The ant doesn't even know when their time's going to come. Like, I told you on average, they live two days or something like that. And even if it's not two days, it's like three or four. Like, either way it goes, it's barely, it's a short life, right? And so who's to say they're not going to die in the first second? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they could be squashed, you know? <laughs> they can be drowned. You know, anything could happen. So, like... Nah, like they're not gonna waste the moment that they're in. So they never slug. They never are uh, lackadaisical or like you know careless or apathetic about what they have to do for the colony and with their lives. Like they consider their ways and they're wise in it, right? And, and all of them have a certain way. We talked about in the last video how every there's twelve thousand to fifteen thousand different species of ants, right? And then also within a colony. There's different types of ants. So there's not one type of ant 
for the whole entire con. You got hammerhead ants, you got carpenter ants, you got soldier ants, you got the queen ant. So like, yeah, you got different types of ants, and they all do certain. They have a role and a part to play, right? So you have to consider your ways and be wise in how you operate in this world. So you can't just make provisions for anything. Like I could play 2K and make provisions for that, but like I'm in grad school. I have 36 books to read, like and a lot. So I have a 12 to 15 page book report to do, and then I have a presentation to do, and then I have what else I gotta do? An extra Jesus assignment to do. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I have stuff I, that prioritizes everything. I'm trying to preach, right? I'm trying to be the best preacher ever. You know what I'm saying? Like I have to do this. I have to practice talking, practice my skill. I have to study to do stuff like this. You see what I'm saying? Like I can't just do it on the fly. So like, yeah, you can make provisions doing a lot of things, but like, which one's the best one? So like, I think Steve Kobe says it. Uh, my dad, he always references it. He can never stop referencing it. I want to show you guys something real quick. So Stephen Kobe in his book, have you read the book Seven Habits of Highly Effective People before, Justin? Oh, yeah, I have. Okay. That's a yeah. Good yeah, maybe you'll say something about it too, but he used an analogy and he used a quadrant of four. So I'm drawing a quadrant real quick. Hopefully, you guys, you, you can see it. So let me make a quadrant. Oh, this is awful. I need a darker color. I can see it. Okay. Just trying to make it look good, but it's hard. If I could draw, if, you know, if I had like a a pad, it'd be easier. Mm -hmm. But yeah, he used a quadrant of four. I love this quadrant. I do this with Maya all the time, my fiance. So, but he said in life, like, um, everything comes in a quadrant of four, basically. Okay. And with the quadrant, um, you have to base everything off of like what's most important, what's least important, and then what can you know basically kick rocks. Like you don't have to put in time for it, right? And that's how you prioritize things in life. And this this is a part of the seven habits of highly effective people. So not people that suck at life and don't achieve anything. No, these are people only is, highly effective people. Yeah, yeah, only highly effective people do this, right? So like um, quadrant one is the most important things. Like, this is how you prioritize things in life. And this is what the ant does. This is how they're exceedingly wise. And this is an ant. So an ant is smarter than some human beings. They're highly effective and more successful than human beings. That is sad. An ant beats some people, right? So quadrant one is the most important. These are things you have to do. You can't get away from doing these things. It's inevitable. And you have to get them done. Otherwise, it's going to bite your butt in the butt. <laughs> you guys see what I'm saying? <laughs> so, and then quadrant true, yeah, it's you, you can, it's important, you have to prioritize it, but you can give yourself some grace and time to do it, right? Quadrant three, obviously, is lesser than that. It's important, it needs to get done, but you know, you don't really have to do it. Quadrant four, no, you can just disregard this, like it, it can go away, it needs to go. So, an example of that is like porn masturbation i'm sure just stuff like that yeah some stuff gotta go it's bad habits that just cost you from being successful and getting stuff in quadrant one done and this is how an ant operates they literally operate literally only in quadrant one when you think about it like <laughs> they they never operate in quadrant 
two or three. Maybe they do four too, because they got to get rid of. I wonder what the ant doesn't do that they could do, Justin. Hmm. You know what I mean? And they oh, just okay. throw it away. That's a good question. Got to get in the mind of an ant to figure that out. Right. <laughs> Maybe fighting another colony by yourself. Like. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like what one thing does, they, they're they all in. It's like, go big, go home. So I don't right. know. But that's the thing. It had to be all of them, though. So I think if it's not all of them, and they all don't agree to it, like, just just leave it alone, man. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So then, anything like that would be quadrant four. So anything that's, like, uh, not sacrificial. I mean, that's just for you. And it's just for what you want, like an ant wouldn't operate like that. So that'll all be clapping for. All right, let's go back to this verse. So Proverbs 6, verse 6 to 11. Go to the ant, you slugger. Consider his ways and be wise. So if you consider an ant's way, you're going to be wise. I'm going to highlight that. And Justin, stop me if you got something, man. All right, and then um, it says, ants have no commander, no overseer or ruler. That is powerful. Because you would think a queen ant would be that, but it's not. A queen ant is just another ant in the colony. And that goes back to when we were talking about locusts. Like Proverbs 30 is verse 27. But let me read this so you guys see it. So Proverbs 30, verse 24, I already read it. It says, there be four things which are little upon the earth, but they are seemingly wise. We already read and learned about the ants. That's what we're talking about. We talked about the rock badgers, conies, and hyraxes all the time. Those are going to be a lot of my sermons in the future. So check out that on my YouTube channel, Upload Past Crossroads. And then locusts. This is what I want to talk about. It says the locusts have no king, yet they go forth, all of them in bands. So locusts don't have any eagles. E- I mean, ego. Like they literally just, and they don't, and they're not even together. A locust isn't. They literally just go where the wind takes them. Like they're all separate and scattered throughout the whole world, just like Christians, right? And then when the wind blows, they can't fly. They're fat and they have wings. So they can only fly if they're they're grasshoppers, essentially, or locusts. So they can jump up to like 25 feet, maybe even 90. I forgot. But the, when the wind's blowing, they can really jump. And they jump so high up in the air with the wind that they can fly, even though they're fat, because that's how their wings are made. And so they just go where the wind takes them. So literally, they have wings, but it really doesn't work unless the wind's blowing. And they jump high enough, then the wind can take, they just flow with the wind. And so they're so scattered throughout the whole earth that when the wind blows, all of them know. And they just go where the wind takes them. The wind's the Holy Spirit. It's guiding them to where the food is, the harvest is, just like an ant. So eventually they where the wind stops and plants them, that's where the harvest is, more than likely. Because that's just the way the wind works. I don't know how. And the Bible even says that. It says the wind blows, but we don't know where the wind's going. Like the wind's moving, but we don't know what direction is really going in. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we know the direction now, but you guys see what I'm saying. You still don't know the methods and the purpose of a wind. You know what I mean? Of like every single day. Like we get wind every single day. Some winds greater than other winds. But why? What's going on with the wind? We don't know. God knows. That's the Holy Spirit, right? Same thing with the locusts. Like, we don't know how they operate. They don't have a king. They don't have no direction. They just go where the wind takes them. God controls the wind. He's giving them food and provision and taking care of them. This is how the locusts get their food. And you see them. It said they go forth in all of them in bands. So when they go with the wind, you can look at locust outbreaks 
in history. And there's been some recent too. And when they all flow with the wind like that, they basically cover the sun. One, <laughs> two, when they land, it said in the Bible, in the 10 plagues with Pharaoh in Egypt, when the Israelites were captives to the Egyptians, and God told Moses to go to Pharaoh, let my people go, and all that. One of the plagues was locusts. And there are so many locusts on the ground and present in Egypt that they couldn't even see anything on the ground. It was pitch dark. That's how many locusts is what it was. So that's what happens when all locusts work together like that. It's a scary scene. Same right. thing with, with Christians. If we work together like that, it's a scary scene for all humanity. Same thing if ants did it. We just talked about it in the last video that, um, you know, there's over 10 quadrillion ants in the world. Justin, we should we got to look up how many people there are in the world. I think there's only like eight seven billion. billion. Yeah, eight billion, something like yeah, that. That's a billion now. Yeah. And so, yeah, for every human being, so just pure one human being, there's 2.5 million ants. That's a lot of ants. Wow. They don't have a ruler. They don't have no president. They just know how to operate. <laughs> they know... We have to survive. We need food. That's all they care about. They care about food and populating with their queen. That's it. So they they do stuff for the provision of their race, for the provision of their colony, right? Their species, right? So it has no commander, has no overseer or no ruler. Yet, well, let me pull up the verse. Yet it stores provisions in the summer. So they still get the job done that they need to do with no ruler. No, no uh, authority, really. Mm -hmm. And no, and that means no, like, stereotypes, no biases, no oh, uh, prejudices. Yeah. Yeah. What do you say? What do you say? Prejudices? What do you say? Yeah. Prejudices. Yeah. Yeah. Like any of that they, stuff. Yeah. Because they, they even though they all have different roles, they treat each other like equally. Like, I think the society is considered like egalitarian, which basically means like, um, no one's no one like each role is kind of recognized for what it does mm -hmm. i think that is like a i think there's a weakness for our societies because sometimes we'll like put some jobs down below others but like our society wouldn't manage without them like garbage man like you might think a garbage man is like such a low low role but we have to recognize like someone has to take the trash like are we just gonna let the trash accumulate in our homes? Like I, I think that was a weakness for our society. Is like we we tend to like treat some positions as lower than others, but we we require all of them. Same yeah. with like any marriages or partnerships as well. Like I think a lot of people, a lot of people um, criticize Christians for like assigning roles to like a husband and a wife but like if we if christians actually approach marriage the way we're supposed to biblically like we recognize that there are roles but we also recognize that it's an equal partnership and both of those roles are equally important for um important for like uh that commitment that uh union and same for like it, it's it's what Jesus was saying. Like the eye shouldn't wish that it was like an ear or something like that. Like each role should be treated with like equal importance. I'm not sure what you said that made me think about that, but I just want to add that real fast. Oh, no commander, no overseer, no ruler. Okay. 
exactly yeah and if like yeah if everyone treated each other like equally and recognized that we wouldn't re we wouldn't need like there would be natural rulers like there would be natural like people who like um were able to push a society forward but yeah it wouldn't necessarily need like a ruler per se right and you know what i thought about you now just talking about ants you know what humans would do when we talk about like the different roles of ants so like we talked about there's 12,000 to 15,000 different species of ants, but that's just talking about like fire ants, mm. carpenter ants, like there's different Wait, types. Of, yeah. yeah, like there's different looking type of ants of, of a species, but like there's still like a hammer in a colony is just different types of ants all together, like the queen ant, soldier ant, which are the women, um, worker ant. I think the worker ants actually the women. By the way, it goes like, yeah, the hammerhead ant, super major ant. So, like, yeah, stuff like that. So, like, um, what was I saying? Um, I forgot what I was talking about, Justin. Yeah, there's different types of ants. Yeah, different species. But, yeah, but humans will look at the queen ant and be like, oh, yeah, she's the most important. Because, like, <laughs> she she gets, she uh, creates more ants, you know? Like, she's the baddest, you know? And that's how humans will look at it, right? Or they'll see, like, the, the soldier ant that goes and gets the food, the woman ant that we see in our couches and stuff like that. That's the soldier, the the soldier ant, worker ant that goes get stuff and fights other uh, colonies too, right? The male ants just have sex with the queen ant and die. Literally, that's all they do. They have sex with the queen ant, keep on having sex with her until they die. That's all the male ant does. So some ants literally sacrifice their lives for the colony. And we'd be like, man, that that role, you know, that role sucks. It's not that important. But no, every role is vital and important. We talked about the, uh, I'm still not going to be able to say it, but it's the ant that has even more stomachs. Every ant has two stomachs, but some ants have even more. It's the replity, <laughs> whatever word that is, uh, ant. And this ant literally has so many stomachs that it gives enough food for the whole colony. And literally just goes on a ceiling and stays up there. It sticks itself up there and dies. And it just, I didn't say it on the other video, it just drizzles, drizzles out food during the wintertime. Uh, so this food doesn't come out until they need it the most. When there's no, when they can't go get the food and the harvest is not plentiful and they can't go out and get anything because there's nothing to eat, right? So, yeah, my ants are so bad, man. Like, they literally work together. Like, they have no... um quarrel with one another like in, in a colony at least they have no biases like they know every member is vital every member is important every member is significant same thing in the human race but especially in the body of christ in the church they don't do that in church like especially in the me church like oh man they'll put up the pastor like a queen in like oh you're the queen in. like you do everything that's how they look at the me pastor like so like the other members, they don't really, some members help out. I would say some, but it's literally some. Like when I say some, three. Like, you know, like everybody, and that's how any church is. Any church, you look at it, it's always some that help. It's not everybody. You look at a mega church, you think everybody helps in a mega church? Like Joel Osteen has the biggest church in the world. I know Elevation Church has at least 30,000 members. You think every member helps out? No, they're just takers. They just come to get. Not everybody comes to give, but that's just that's what the ants 
is teaching us is mm. when you sacrifice, when you give for the colony, you get more out, even though it seems like it's for nothing, it's for not. And you're dying, right? No, there's a bigger reward. It's for the survival of everybody, right? So this is how the ant lives and operate. And this is this is how you know they're wise. Like, <laughs> like okay, Justin, you have anything you want me to keep going? Like, uh, no, I kind of interjected my stuff in the middle, so I'm good right now. Okay, yeah. So, so <laughs> Grant just said, my neighbor ant needs to come pick me up. <laughs> he said, I'm a big ant. <laughs> so, yeah, man, like, let me go back to this verse real quick. All right, so Proverbs 6, verse, we're on verse 9 now. It says, how long will you lie there, you sluggard? When will you get up from your sleep? Some people are alive and asleep. So, some people are living right now in this life. And they're not just a sluggard. No, they're dead already. You're living like you're dead. Like you can't do anything about your life and what, what God wants you to do and your purpose about the church, about the kingdom of God on this earth. Like, what are you doing, you sluggard? He's talking to you. If you don't, if you don't know your purpose, if you don't know what you're created to do, and even if you know, so there's some people that know what they're called to do, but they're doing it with no diligence. They're doing it with no um, fiber and no. Uh, I'm looking for a certain word, but like mm. basically no energy. Yeah. No, no fire. No energy. No. It's enthusiasm. Just something like that. It's a certain yeah. word. It's like fiber. I think that's what it's called. I like so, I I do like the word diligence, but yeah, I know you're trying yeah. to. Yeah, but like yeah, you have no motivation, like nothing, mm. backing what you're trying to do, and that mm. is sad. Like you have all the motivation in the world, you don't know how long you're gonna live here. You don't know how many more days you got to live on Earth. You don't know how long you're gonna be able to do what God's called you to do, and what you don't know how long you're gonna be at your church. Like anything could happen. You can get you can be in a coma. For 50 years like who knows what could happen like you know what i'm saying and people live like they have forever to do what you're called to do you don't see an ant doing that and that's a freaking ant you know <laughs> like an ant doesn't waste a moment as human beings it's really hard to not waste a moment because we're sinners that's the question justin is the ant a sinner because as of right now it seems like they're perfect you see what i'm saying other than they're quarreling with other colonies yeah but like, just murder like, yeah murdering yeah. but like their mindset mm. like just for how they operate it is so spiritual you see what i'm saying like, <laughs> it, yeah it really is putting the colony above themselves because that's i don't know that that's it seems like the definition of like selfless humility right there like they're able to put aside their wants and needs to for like a greater purpose and i think we've mentioned that before like that is a that's a core value of like some religions for like Christianity, Buddhism, other religions is to deny yourself. And Christianity, I believe, goes even further um, that you deny yourself so you can fill yourself up with the spirit or you deny yourself so that you can work towards a foundation that will like last longer as well. So, yeah, I definitely think the the ants represent something that we've lost quite a while ago or a quality that maybe you see in more community-based countries. Yeah. Oh man, this, this next part's bad, man. I'm so happy we did this first too. All right. So Proverbs six, 
And now I'm, I'm going to read verse 9 again and finish it out. So it says, how long will you lie there, you sluggard? When will you get up from your sleep? A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest. Here goes verse. This is the consequence. And poverty will come on you like a thief. And scarcity, I want to highlight all this. Scarcity, like an armed man. <laughs> so basically what you have is going to be stolen from you. And that is so powerful. Just imagine if an ant, I'm, I'm going to just talk about this last part, you know, scarcity like an armed man. Just imagine if a, an ant had the mindset of a human being, a sinner, right? If an ant literally for the summertime, they're like, man, you know, I got what I need to get. I'm good. You know, like they just had that mindset. Then it says, poverty will come on you like a thief and scarcity like an armed man. So winter's coming. That is so powerful. I love that saying. That's going to be a sermon one day because have you seen Game of Thrones, Justin? I actually have not, no. Oh, you got I know winter is coming, though. That's a meme. Yeah. You're king of the north. And <laughs> winter's coming. Like, Game of Thrones. I love Game of Thrones, man. Like, um, when they said king, when they said uh, winter's coming, it goes with ants like crazy. Like, because. Oh, it in, does. In, yeah. In Game of Thrones, in the wintertime, there was a tribal people that were dead. It's called the Dead Army. And like when it's winter time, everywhere, like, see, it's already winter time in certain places in the world, twenty four seven, right? So like, I don't know where, like North Pole or something, wherever it's always snow, you know, always cold, right? So that's where the soldier army was basically, the dead army. So anybody dead, it is a certain soldier in that army that was the leader, or it's like three of them, and they could anybody that they kill that was alive. They can make them a part of the dead army. So their army is always growing and multiplying. The human race is always dying and can't keep up with the dead army because they're just more people dead that's alive, right? So and then they can get the greatest, biggest warriors like Goliaths and stuff like that. Or like dragons, you know, like, so like it wasn't fair. Like at first the humans had an advantage. But then when they get something like that, the dead army, over with. And then they got multiple. So, like, whenever they said winter's coming, that means winter is going to populate the whole earth, kind of. So that means the dead army can overtake and come to where they are. So when they said winter's coming, they was like, oh, no. We, we're going to have to fight that army. But they can kill us and take us out. Like, you know I mean, obviously they can't fly and go to somewhere warmer. Like, they're kind of stuck where they are or can only go so far out. By the way, the army, the dead army don't get tired. They, they don't have fatigue. They can get to you, you know, any, at any time. So, like, yeah, that's Game of Thrones right there. So, like, with ants, in our lives, winter's coming. Death's coming for you. Like, it is not just death. It could be anything coming to take you out. It could be the IRS with taxes. They took me out in 2020. Yeah, in 2020. When I owe $10,000 in taxes. Like, y'all guys know how life is. Like, anything in winter could happen. Like, you know, somebody in your family could die, like your parents or something. Like, And you were relying on them to be in your wedding or something. I don't know. Like, anything bad could happen. Like, stuff that you have planned could not go like you want. Winter's coming. So what provisions did you make? And if you didn't make any, this is what this verse is saying. And poverty will come on you like a thief. It will come on you like a thief. 
And then it says scarcity like an armed man. So you're going to get robbed for what you want <laughs> in wintertime when death comes, right? When things come that you're not really banking on and really considering, right? It's going to come on you. And it's going to lead you to poverty or scarcity. This is most people's lives. This is a proverb. I told you a proverb is a general station about a general statement about life, an observation about life, about how life operates. This is what God gives us in his Bible right here. So like, man, you keep on sleeping. You keep on slumbering, slumbering. You keep on thinking you got time and resting your hands, right? Folding your arms, acting like, you know, <laughs> you don't got to worry about it today. Put it off today. Put it off tomorrow what you can do today or put it off. Some people 50 years from what they could have done today, right? Like so, yeah. You keep on doing that, man. You're you're not gonna be successful. An ant is successful. A colony of ants is successful. And you look at any colony, I told you their life short and everything like that, right? Just for them to live longer, for the colony to live longer than like six, six days or something like that, that's crazy. But like if I look up like how long does a a queen ant live? It's, it's long, actually, Justin. <laughs> it it yeah. has to stay alive long. They don't move anywhere, though. Yeah. Yeah, they can't. Like, oh, God. 15 years. Oh, really? Oh, so <laughs> long. But, yeah, but I, I do like the, what you're saying. is like, it's not saying rest is bad, per se, but we really do need to stay vigilant because we don't know what life will have to offer i think like i think we are in very like cushy lives right now where like we have minimized um like unexpected bad things so like we we get pretty lazy about it but even then like i feel like uh especially when like i'm in the motorcycle world like you see people getting crashes you see people die or get injuries all the time or like even in the news there was like this 21 year old girl who had a heart condition and she she and like she drank a lemonade because she thought it was safe and like it reacted with her heart and she died like a few hours and it's like she couldn't have planned for that her family couldn't have planned for that hmm. it's like you just don't know what uh how life is going to hit you so we do need to like be very be very aware be like very vigilant like be careful about the gifts in this world because I don't want to say like, don't enjoy what the world has to offer. I think God does give us a lot of gifts, but a lot of times I think the enemy can also use those gifts to get us too complacent sometimes. Like what does Paul say? He says it's okay to be content with your lot in life, but don't be complacent. Like we always do need to like keep moving forward. Otherwise poverty is going to hit us like an armed attacker or armed thief. Um, and I I think that, I think, of course, there is a good balance. There are times of rest. There are times of peace. But I think God also wants us to be in the mindset of being diligent and vigilant and just aware of, like, the time that we have, that it is short, that he does want us to continue to move forward like don't waste our lives don't like be too complacent like just be just be aware like that's that's the main thing i can say yeah 
Yeah, I think I'm gonna call the video, man. But that's that's on ants. You good? Yeah, I think I'm good on ants. Yeah, man. Me and we had a lot about to say, what you say? We had a lot to say about ants. You know what's funny, Justin? I don't think I said everything. <laughs> but I said it enough. Is, I was also doing some research on ants, and I yeah, I didn't say everything either. I I don't think I need to say everything I had though. I had some weird stuff like there are some ants that have heads that explode whenever yeah when they get attacked and that's just like the role that they have that they've accepted but like i i don't think i need to say that that doesn't fit into the study anyway they're nuclear bombs yeah pretty much yeah they have like some acid in their heads that when uh they're like suicide bombers i guess like if they get attacked by other colonies i forgot what the ants were called or what species but yeah their heads just explode you know, I was about to say something real controversial. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I was thinking about cert a certain group of people that does that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I could see I could see uh, a, a bad direction that could take. Yeah. Look at God speaking through creation. Like, literally, there's human beings that do that. Like, right there. And I said oh. it wrong. I said it wrong. I said they live six days, two days. They live. Some live one or two years. The garden ants, black garden ants, feral ants live four to 12 months. Other oh, okay. has house ants live two to six months. And then we said the queen ant lives, some says five years, 15, one year. It just depends on what kind of queen ant. So, by the way, that's short. I don't care who you are. Like, even a dog, a dog lives short compared to a human. Yeah. But, was, yeah. yeah. Fruit flies, I think, only live like two days. Yeah. Just crazy. Man, let me tell you something. Fruit flies suck. Have you ever dealt with them in your house, like from a fruit? Oh fly? yeah. I always I'm... think I'll die later, but man, they they really make the most out of their two days to annoy me. I think. Right, and to repopulate, it's like they just they live just to <laughs> yeah. repopulate. <laughs> just trying to make gosh, yeah. I don't know how they're still alive. That's crazy to me. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, they're annoying. Did you have? I want you. To see, I want to hear some more facts, man. We might as well hit hit on with some more. You have any more facts about ants? Um, let me think. Uh, yeah, of course. Like, I I felt like I looked up mostly like the different types of ants, and, like what they do. Some mm -hmm. of them are spies. Like they can take on the scent of like other ants or other other insects and like infiltrate where they are. Um, some ants are like. Some ants, we were talking about eating earlier. I think there were like some ants whose jaw, they evolved where their jaws are perfect for killing, but they can't eat for themselves now. So they have to have other ants feed them. So they're like only made for killing. Like they can't even take care of themselves, which is crazy to me. Like their jaws are used to like, bite and clamp down other ants but they're too big to like chew or something like that mm. so yeah you really yeah you you really they really can't be making fun of other roles or other ants because they they definitely depend on other ants just to live right i mean all of them do to some extent like the yeah. i think the queen ant even dies if she doesn't have sex or something it was weird like the oh, queen, really? it's I a lot wonder how the queen ants are replaced though yeah. Like, are some born as queen ants? I don't know. 
I think they I think they are actually, but they always get it from other colonies. That's another thing too. Like oh really? Yeah, Queen Ant is. I need to look that up. Like how many colonies does a Queen Ant go through? Because if they're alive for fifteen years, obviously their colony is gonna be overtaken eventually. Uh-huh. And like it's weird. That that means you come out with a different species of ants. Yeah, they usually they kill other species, or they either kill or they take other species as like food or slaves or something yeah. like that right so. i guess the, i guess you could consider the queen as a slave which is oh she is right that's crazy to think about then like a whole role reversal flip it on its head she's useless i don't think she can do anything except for yeah i don't think she can move all that <laughs> yeah it was crazy like when i looked up these uh ants names it said all of them are slaves <laughs> every last one of them are slaves like yeah, it says slave. For a yeah, something that was funny in Ant Man Quantumania. I I like that movie pretty well. I think it was all over the place, but like, uh, oh, like uh, Hank Pym was going into this rant of like we can learn so much from. It was like after the ants like evolved into the super colony. He's saying, mm-hmm. oh, we can like learn so much from ants, like. I know socialism is a charged word and all, and then I think they cut him off. But yeah, it's a it's it is interesting because I I don't I'm I'm by no means a socialist. I think uh well, okay maybe I shouldn't say too much because it could get controversial. But like on paper, I do like how socialism at least tries to they're they're kind of the same. They try not to integrate a leader like the ants. They they try to do everything for the group, which I think it fails with people because people are terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's always like greedy people. That's why I think socialism won't work because like there's, it's impossible to even it out fairly without some prejudice. But I think for ants, it works just because they, they're programmed to like treat everyone equally and like appreciate every role equally. And I think, that's definitely something we can take away from. Right. And that's what I was going to say. You know, if you look at all the the ants' names, uh, just on this chart, but all of them are slaves. Every last one of them. Because they all dedicate their whole lives for the whole colony. So they're a slave to the colony. I like that's- how Kim Kardashian is used, the name Kim Kardashian is used to describe the queen ant in your little. Do you right. notice that? Yeah, yeah, I saw it. it oh, okay. I, didn't, I didn't want to say anything about it because it says something. No, yeah, I'm surprised you saw that. Yeah, I don't say anything either, but it's the end of the video, so I thought, no, oh, maybe, maybe I can say it real fast. Right. Yeah. But all I was trying to say is, like, we're slaves of Christ, so we're called to be mm. slaves for Him and give ourselves away for Him, and ants mm. do it for the freaking colony, for mm. everybody in the colony. So, like, if they could do it for their colony. For everyone in their colony and all that stuff, obviously we should be able to do it for God, right? In the church and all its members, right? If we say we love God and we'll do anything for it, like we're we we're we're here for a bigger purpose, a bigger mission, and that's what it is. Like you know, just like with ants, so we got to go to the ant and consider his ways. So I do like how Paul. Yeah, I like how Paul uses the word slave in two ways. Like he said, at first we were slaves to sin. Like, we have no control of ourselves. We destroy ourselves. It's detrimental to us. 
But then he also says that we should become slaves to God. And back then, the word slave actually did have like a different meaning. It was like indentured servitude. Yeah. It was like giving our li- giving our lives up for a higher purpose or giving our lives to a master, which back then was like just a part of life. I think nowadays slaves is a very supercharged word. Right. But like, yeah, I think like giving our lives to God allows us to become a part of that colony or become a part of that higher purpose. So there's something noble to it for sure. Yeah. Some good stuff, man. Mm. Humans are slaves to sin. Ants are slaves to to God. <laughs> At least they operate operate like it. Humans gotta do better, man. Some of us are doing pretty good. I don't want you to say some. I will, I will not say so. Life will look completely different and better for everybody if we all operate it how we're supposed to. All right, that's the video. I'm good, Justin. You good? Yeah, I'm good. All right, guys. You guys have a good one. All right. I'm, I'm so tired right now. Like, here goes my social media pages. You know the drill. Check them out. Thank you so much. Got the best social media pages ever. Instagram, you suck. I hate you. I ain't posted on Instagram in like a month now because they... I forgot they about that. Yeah, they've been shadow banning me, so I just gave up. Like, you know what? How long you shadow banned? That's the last of a week. But you know, I tried after a, yeah, I tried after a week and it still ain't work. I still still hiding my post. I was like, you know what? Forget it. I ain't posting. I need a break anyway. So yes, peace out, Grant. Thanks for tuning in. And yeah, guys, like like I was saying, um, on my YouTube channel, Open Fast Crossroads, we got a lot of playlists. I got a playlist tailored towards every single video so you know the theme and everything like that and can watch way more videos on that thing so if you scroll down you see our podcast on my youtube channel over past crossroads and you can see all the people i've done youtube videos with here goes justin's playlist so all the videos i've done with justin if you want to see see hear from me and him more just check out that playlist right here justin lee howell all right and then also uh this video ties in with the last three videos we did on my youtube channel and those videos are called just look outside to see god's glory right here so this is part one part two part three so make sure to check out these videos to um you know see us talking about that as well because it ties in with this video right here and then also uh god speaks through creation is my favorite playlist ever on my youtube channel i think i like all my playlists but this is one of my favorites so check out this if you want to see even more on the topic that we talked about and then ants too all the sermons bible studies stuff like that Discussions I have with Justin, all those videos will be on here. And then also, here goes Justin's YouTube channel. Once you subscribe to our YouTube channels, make sure to click the bell so you're notified anytime we upload another video. And then also make sure to like, comment, and share all our videos. And then here goes his Facebook page. So make sure to uh, befriend us on Facebook. And when you do, you can send us a DM. This is the best place to DM us. If you got any questions about the Bible or anything like that, you can ask us on here. And then we'll get back to you together answering your question on youtube so thanks for tuning in guys you guys have a great rest of your weekend god bless you kick major butt uh and all your endivers and dreams and everything like that until we meet again god bless you and god bless the work that you're doing all right peace out peace.